can't handle the truth. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger potion. Do I feel lucky? Nobody puts baby in a corner. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another hard-hitting episode, if slightly delayed, of Through the Lens. Uh, this is Darren, and here... I'm Tracy. Oh, you cut me off. I was yeah, about to insult I'm Tracy. you. <laughs> Hi, don't, Tracy. Don't insult me. Well, I was just going to insult your skills at winning all of our contests and opting out of approximately 10% of the movies we review. Okay, I'll take it. I mean, you, I am giving you skill points, so there is that. Style. Style points. <laughs> Style points. Fair. So, anyway, what are we reviewing today, Tracy? We are reviewing Onward. Okay, what is Onward, Tracy, for those of you who have not heard of it? It's a Pixar movie um, that came out last week, and uh, it's about magic and elf brothers. It is about magic and elf brothers. That is true. Um, So Onward, as you said, is the latest of Pixar uh, movies. Pixar has become, I don't know if it still has earned it, but it has become the gold standard for animated movies. Would yeah. you say it's still up there? I, I think it is, yeah. I mean, for a long time, if it was Pixar, it was amazing. Right. And then, like, was it Cars, Planes came out, and that stunk, and The Good Dinosaur kind of bombed a little bit. But mostly they are, you know, they're Finding Dory. Um, Toy Story. Toy Story. What else? Are they, what is Pixar? Finding oh, Nemo. Wally. Yeah. So they make uh, Up. Oh, so, Up, yeah, that's a good one. So, um, before we get in, let's get to the basics. Tracy, you do not have a quote for us because we are going to save some time to talk about some um, movie release changes. Yes. So that's why you, you're not going to try to stump me with a quote. But tell us a little bit about how long this movie is and what it's rated. Um, the movie is rated PG, and it is an hour and 42 minutes. So, PG, there's nothing really super scary about it, but it is kind of a heavy movie. Yes, but maybe we should mention the pre-movie. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot we have to mention the pre-movie. Yes. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Actually, before we even... Let's start with the pre-movie, and then we'll talk about who's in the movie. Okay. So, the pre-movie, it kind of is a cash grab almost, but... Yeah. So, Disney, if you if you don't know, bought Fox, and one of Fox's big properties is The Simpsons. Right. So, at the very beginning of the movie, it says Disney would like to welcome Simpsons to Disney or something like that. To the Disney family. Yeah, and then people are like, oh, that's kind of a cheesy thing but that was probably my favorite part of this movie that little short that little short was cute so it was a short about maggie simpson yep and um her unrequited love with this kid at the playground yes but the thing that really resonated with me was i was watching it with parker and i never really (laughs) paid attention to maggie simpson before yeah but like parker is maggie simpson (laughs) like she has the little onesie sack and you hear that with her binky all the time and she, like, stares at boys. So Parker is basically Maggie Simpson's. And Parker loved that part. She yeah, watched it. And I'm then she, sure she did. Then she flipped out and had to leave. But um, she did like the animated short. I thought the animated short was something special. It was really good. It yeah. was, It was what, five minutes maybe? Yeah. It wasn't super long like that Olaf disaster. No, it, it was probably about five minutes. But it was good. So, yeah, get there on time. But it, I was surprised. I didn't know it was going to be there. It's a, definitely a very fun little Simpson short. So then we get, and, and that makes sense because Pixar always has an animated short before the mm-hmm. movies. I had forgotten that. Yep. Because I'm used to seeing them on video, but they always usually have like artsy ones. So this is more of a big merchandise one, but I thought it was a cute way of bringing Simpsons in to the short. Because they started as animated shorts. Did you know that? The Simpsons? Yeah, on Tracy no. Ullman Show. I did not know that. Boom. Tracy Ullman Show. 
Knowledge. So anyway, let's talk about knowledge about Onward. <laughs> Who is in this main feature? There's probably, what, four people yeah. that we really have to talk about? Maybe three? So Chris Pratt. Oh, Chris Pratt. How do I know Chris Pratt? And before you get to that, who else is in this movie? <laughs> Say it. Tom Holland. Oh, that's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe coming to Pixar. Tom Holland and Chris Pratt are Star-Lord and Spider-Man, respectively. Um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I did not recognize her voice. Is she the mom? Yeah, she's the mom. That was a very nice job because I didn't... It, you didn't listen to it saying that's Julia Louis-Dreyfus, which is one of my big things I hate about animated movies when you just, like, hear the actor and you can't get into you, the character. Yeah, exactly. So you didn't have that problem with her. There was a couple times I just... I could tell it was Chris Pratt. He was just doing his Chris oh, Pratt Oh, yeah, thing. he was doing his thing. But um, other than that... And there's other famous people in it, but none of them really had huge parts. Those are probably the three biggest. Um, Octavia Spencer... Yeah, she had a few lines. And, and then John Ratzenberger, who has been in every... Cliff? Pic- yeah, every Pixar Who was movie. Cliff? He was... Um, was he the uh, police the police guy? Construction worker. Oh, well, gee, that's not hardly anything. He had like one line. But he is in, he is in Pixar movies. Yes, so right. he's the good luck charm. He's in every single one of them. So you talked a little bit about what it's about, but the reason I said before I interrupted you so rudely that it was a little heavy is the plot, and you've seen this from the trailer, is basically... These two kids live with their mom because their dad died. And one of them met him but only knew him for like a, a little bit, like a year or something. Yeah, a couple and then, years. And the other one died before he was born and never got to meet him. Right. So they turned 16. The younger one turned 16. He's really sad. He never got to meet his dad. All he wants to do is talk with him and get to know him. And it's really kind of a heavy plot line. And then they get this magic staff that, in theory, could have him come back for one day. For one day, yep. But... To use my favorite phrase, the MacGuffin is they get the spell wrong, and the whole movie has his lower half. Yes, and that's in the trailer, so I'm not. Spoiled. Yeah, so basically, you just have his pants. Yep. You see his pants, and that's it. And they're trying to finish the spell so they can see him. Yeah, and that's the MacGuffin. Um, but it's it's kind of heavy because it's like they really just want to see their dad, and he's you know pants and dead, <laughs> and he's definitely not coming back to life. Yeah, the Tom Holland character wants to, like, meet his dad because he hears all these stories from the older brother, and he feels a little cheated, you know? So Darren's right. It it is heavy. (laughs) And in terms of the heaviness, I'm not saying it's Debbie Downer. What I'm saying is I look at this like up, not up. Um, What's the one in the head? Inside Out? In. Inside Out. Yeah, where all the characters are in the girl's yes, head. I think and it's she got out. really depressed and she's like running away. That was kind of heavy, too. Yeah. It's that kind of heavy. It's not like freaky heavy, but it's just like, wow, this is pretty heavy for a little kid, necessarily. Yeah. It's, it's not all bubble, balloons and. Well, actually, Up was kind of sad, too, because his, his wife died. Yeah. So I guess Pixar is just fixated with people oh, being sad. Don't get me started. Um, so yeah. Did you get the feels? I did. <laughs> I did not. I did get the feels like twice. So let's talk about the things we always talk about with Pixar. First of all, uh, how what did you think about the animation? Um, I thought it was good. I mean, look, I came into this movie not really wanting to see it because I'm not an elf person. And, and when she says elf, here's the conceit of what this movie is about. It might make some more sense. And I'll explain it the first five minutes. This is in a world of, like, magic and whatever, wizards and elves and dwarfs and unicorns and things. But, like, they realized that it was easier just to do stuff with technology, so they just kind of forgot about the magic. But it's still a world of elves 
but now they're driving cars instead of flying, and the Pixies have motorcycles instead of using their wings, and they use telephones and stuff. So it's not, it's kind of a weird, weird kind of place to put it, but it's like medieval stuff with technology. I don't know how to describe yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting how they did it. I mean, um, I don't think there was anything that spectacular about the animation. I, I thought it was okay. It, it didn't seem up to Pixar's high standard. And when I say that, I mean, you know, when you watch... Toy Story. Or, or Monsters, Inc., you see Sully's fur. And it's like, how do they make the fur look so real in an animated movie? Or how do you make, you know, the textures look so great? Or the toys look like toy textures in Toy mm-hmm. Story. This one looked more like kind of like what you might see out of like a DreamWorks to me. The yeah. animation. Yeah, that's fair. Now, I will say the hair on the elves was pretty detailed. Yeah. Like the little... Buffon that the one dude had. Yeah. Um, and there were a lot of interesting details um, in terms of puns and things kind of hidden in the background, but it just didn't have that wow moment of, of visualization to me. And it I sounds agree. like you agree. Yep. Um, so let's talk about the plot. We, we talked about the animation. And it's not a bad animation, it's better than um, some of the other stuff that's getting turned out, but it just wasn't mm-hmm. up to like Pixar's excellent high standard. Um, what'd you think of the plot? You got the feels. I got the feels. And we're going to try to go spoiler-free, but I've only revealed what's in the trailer right now. Yeah, I mean, that's really all you need to know. Uh, There's a family. The dad died. The two brothers miss the dad. When the younger brother turns 16, he gets this this, uh, scepter-type thing. And, you know, they bring the dad back for one day. And uh, in order to do that, they have to go through a series of what the older brother says are games to find out the answers and to find all that they need to bring the dad fully back um, because he's only half back. So can I get nitpicky for a minute? Yeah. So the Chris Pratt brother, the older brother. Yep. He's smart, kind of a smart Alec. He's kind of a Dungeons and Dragonsy kind of. Mm-hmm. I guess some of them call him a loser. Mm-hmm. And I he played him very well, but in terms of the design of the character, he kind of was dressed more like a punk rocker slash motorcyclist with his jean jacket vest and. He reminded me of um, Jack Black in School of Rock with the van. The van was pretty consistent. I just felt like his design of his character was. Didn't his clothes didn't match his personality? Yeah, that's, that's very nitpicky. But I, yeah, his was a weird character to nail down because he's kind of really into Dungeons and Dragons. And the way I, the way I, the reason I bring that up is Tracy mentioned he's kind of guiding this quest. He's looking at this as Dungeons and Dragons were real because this was a time of magic, and so there all this stuff in there is clues. Mm-hmm. So I just thought his character could have been dressed more nerdily instead of more bikery. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, but I thought the plot was, you know, one thing I appreciated about it is it's really kind of about. The journey. It's mm-hmm. got a MacGuffin, but it's about the journey of the two brothers. And I yeah. kind of like the uh, end. I mean, I'm not going to say anything, but yeah. it was a little bit of a surprise for me. Um, I'm not usually surprised by animated movies, and I thought it worked. It was it was organic, but it, it was a nice ending. It was great. Tracy got, got the, the feels. feels. <laughs> um, and aside from the acting that we've talked about, is there anything stand out for you from the acting performances? Um, No, I don't know. I don't think so. Tom Holland does not have a very distinctive voice, so he wasn't as bothersome to me in terms of, like, knowing it was him. Yeah. But he did have a nice chemistry with uh, Chris, Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah, they did. Which they was, did. I mean, you kind of need that in a movie about brothers. Yeah. Um, and they had a nice relationship. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like, there wasn't really any, you know, movies, this didn't have, like, a bad guy. 
Yeah, there is no real bad guy in this. Which is kind of nice. I mean, yeah. and there's not really any scenes of peril or anything that people would freak out about. Right. So, um, who is going to like this movie? We talked about it's PG. It does not have requisite poop jokes or anything. Nope. Um, it's it's rated PG. Probably the parental guidance is just because, like, Mommy, what is is Daddy dead or whatever. You know, it has that kind of theme going on. But there's nothing like no curse words, no real scary part. Yeah. Um, so who do you think is going to like this movie? What what we've been seeing at the Strand are families, uh, teenagers, even I would go maybe like nine, ten years old um, on the low end. Um, it's it's a fun movie that is not what you expect. I think I don't think people think it's heavy. And it doesn't come off as super heavy. It's no. just got a heavy theme to it. And if you're if you're below the age that Tracy mentioned, you might not even pick up on it and yeah. not know what's going on. The one thing I will say is it doesn't have as much, and I use adult not in terms of like R-rated, but in terms of like the double entendres that Pixar usually has in there. Oh, yeah. There was nothing. There's really nothing for the adults there. Now, the adults might enjoy the ride, but it didn't have that kind of like references of stuff that people who are older would get. And it also didn't have a lot of um, candy for the younger kids. Like, really young kids. Like, it did Right. It was just kind of a straightforward movie, but it didn't have, like, silly stuff that someone who didn't know what was going on would probably like. I mean, it had some references to, like, oh, the unicorns are like raccoons eating trash, but that doesn't really Yeah, that do doesn't much. really do much. So, I agree with who, who you think would like it. Um, our audience had a lot of surprisingly teenage girls in it, and they were, like, clapping at the end. Like, they loved it. Huh. It's not, I don't know if that's a target audience, but it was like 12 of them came together in a group. So. Oh, wow. Okay. So we talked about who's going to like this movie. Um, what, first of all, end credit scene? No. There is not one. There's not, usually Pixar might have a little thing at the end. They've done stingers before, but they didn't have anything. They didn't do anything this time, yeah. Jerks. Um, what do you rate this fine film, Tracy? Um... And if you're thinking, I'll, I'll spit, fill some time for you. I also was not super excited to see this. I didn't have any expectations. And in fact, I think I said to you, eh, I don't want to see it. Right. So we both, I don't know why, but just didn't, nothing about the trailers really appealed to either of us for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you give it? I filled up, up air for you to think. I think I'm going to go 7.5. Um, any movie that gives me the feels is is on the higher end, but... Like we talked about, there was no special, like, Pixar animation, and there was no real acting that that stood out. I mean, it's it's a great way to spend some time, and it's a great way to, you know, reflect on your family and that kind of thing. So I'm giving it a 7.5. So here's here's my conflicted process before I score. Okay. I, I usually grade on a curve where a movie is kind of dumb, but I don't have expectations, so I like it, so I give it more points. I'm kind of giving it negative points in this case because it's Pixar, so I had higher expectations for yep. it, even though not necessarily for this movie, but for Pixar. So I was going to give it a seven, but I really did like the Simpsons thing at the beginning. Yeah. And I don't know if that's necessarily worth buying a ticket, but I am going to bump it up to a seven and a half because of the Simpsons thing. Oh, it was, same score. I mean, it was, it, it was, it was a, it's a fine movie. Go if you want to get out from the whatever weather you're in right now. Um, it's... It's not bad. It just, it's not, it's probably more like, for me, it's not like Up, where it's like a masterpiece that everyone's going to love. It's probably more like Cars 3, where it's fine, it's going to make money, but it's not horrible. Yeah. It's better than Planes, or whatever that movie was, that yeah. just totally bombed. But yep. it's just not, 
it's not. A, I don't know. People seem to really resonate with Finding Dory. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know if this will have that same thing. Now I. I can't relate. Luckily, my parents are here, so I didn't get that part of it. Maybe it'll resonate better with someone who's going through that struggle because yeah. it did have a nice message. Yes, it did. So, Tracy. When can we see this? Let's start with that. Okay, so um, Monday through Thursday this week onward is in our main theater at 4, 15, and 7, 15. And I should also say that because uh, Ohio Wesleyan is on break this week, there is no OWU film this week. Uh, that will happen next Tuesday and Wednesday, the so- 17th and 18th. So the next question, I'll work at strandtheater.net. Thestrandtheater.net. Next question is, what is coming to the Strand next week? And I know the answer to this, but our listeners don't. Okay. Um, We are getting uh, the faith-based film, I Still Believe. Um, And, you know, of course, most of these films, 99% of these films are based on a true life story. So um, that's what we'll be talking about next time. And then you have some news. So we like to provide information and education with our entertainment and MacGuffins. So uh, you were telling me before the show that you're aware of a few movie releases that have been moved around. Yes. And some of them were movies that were at least anticipated by me. So can you give us an update on that? Sure. Um, Because of the Asian and Italian markets... Um, We have some movies that have um, pushed back their release dates. The first one is No Time to Die, the James Bond installment. Which is huge. Everyone wants to see that. Which is huge. It was to be released on April 10th. It is now going to be released uh, November 20th over Thanksgiving. The second movie um, that really is, is... is no big deal, but Trolls World Tour is being put in that spot, moving it a week earlier. Uh, by the way, the trailer for that was showing for uh, this movie. Yeah, it's bad. Oh my god, I can't, <laughs> Tracy, I can't. I just can't do it. It looks so bad, like undercover rock. I don't even know. So anyway, Trolls is moving up early. Trolls is moving up a week so that over Easter we have a, a kids movie. Great. Um, because Peter Rabbit, that was scheduled to come out on 4-3. Which would have been Easter-ish. The week before Easter. because yeah, he's a bunny. Well, that's been moved back to August 7th. So that makes me really sad because I really like the first Peter Rabbit and I'm excited for the second. But it makes me happy because August is when the movies start to stink. Yeah. So it'll be something for me to look forward to then. Yeah. So, and in the industry, you know, they've stopped filming on the next Mission Impossible in in Italy, I think, is where they're shooting. And, you know, some of these uh, films that they are still shooting, you know, the, the hair and makeup folks are wearing gloves and... You know that of course slows everything down, and but the but those three moves are are real movies. They're not like stupid movies that no one cared about. I mean, those are big. Yeah, those are big they're changes. they're big movies. Um, as far as I know, A Quiet Place is still coming out at the same time on three twenty. Uh, Black Widow on five one. Those things are still happening the way they're supposed to on uh, time. You know, one thing that occurs to me is that. People, sometimes when movies get moved, people think it's because they stink or there's something wrong with it or they're doing reshoots. This is strictly because 
not here, but these movies are scheduled to release in many countries at once, and the market often in the United States isn't even the biggest market anymore. It's the Asian market. Yeah. I don't think Europe is as big as the United States, but it's a major market too. Yeah. So if they're shutting down and not going out, then they're going to lose lots of money, and so they try to schedule everything at once. So, I mean, it's a good sign that it's not because of, oh, we got to redo the whole ending because test audiences hate it or something. Right, and the same for, you know, industry events and, and larger events, although... South by Southwest was canceled. Um, CinemaCon, the conference that that movie theater exhibitors like myself go to in Vegas, that is still happening um, at the end of the month. Um, And then we have, you know, the Pro Football Hall of Fame festivities. They're going on like scheduled. Well, your Steelers were announced as the... uh... I know, they're playing in the game with the Cowboys. Yeah. I'm excited. So we won't have Tracy that weekend. So And then, no, you won't. And then um, Rock Hall inductions, which are in a couple of weeks, they're they're still going forward. I forget. Was it, was it someone I liked that got in this? Was it Snoop Dogg or B.I.G. or something? There was someone I sent you. I was like, yay, they Yeah, got I in. think it was B.I.G. Was somebody who was like, I actually like I usually don't get into the whole Rock and Hall of Fame thing. I, yeah. But if they're in it, I might. So anyway, this was a long diversion, but... It was fun to talk about. So we'll see you next week. We'll talk about that movie. There's nothing else coming, is there? Um, I Still Believe comes out this Friday. The following Thursday, 319, is A Quiet Place 2. I just got to make it to that. And then, as far as we know, Mulan will start on the 27th. Sounds good. Well, we'll see you next week, everybody.